YFG gang, this is your girl Ashley Mentoya, and this is your favorite girl podcast. Um, on this episode, I really want to touch on the things we go through as a single parent that has a child with autism. Um, I'm going to touch on five subjects that has a lot that is really, really important. I think people should acknowledge and should be more talked about of what we go through these are like five major things especially what i went through learning that my son had autism at such a young age or being not such a young age but being a young parent um i really hope this um resonates with you i really hope that you enjoy this episode and let's get into it okay the first thing i want to say what came over me was I think the stress and the depression and it came from a place because that same year I had found out, um, I had colitis and, and it was in close proximity of everything. Meaning it, it was so close together. It was like, I think maybe a month or two apart was me finding out my son had colitis. I mean, me finding out my son has autism and me having colitis. So it really took a toll on just my mental. Um, And sometimes I feel like we need to also talk about what the parents go through along with what our children is going through and discuss things about our kids along with the parents, because we all have to be mentally capable to, um, take care of our children. And at that point, I still was dealing with my own past issues. I still was dealing with my own little bit of trauma, even though before finding out I was getting my head straight and make sure I was doing what I was supposed to do for him. I think that, Talking about that, yeah, talking about that, my bad, my computer did some weird stuff while I'm trying to record, but back to what I was saying, I was like really getting my head straight on a lot of things, and that kind of, I think it made me snowball back a little bit, because I was like, not something else that I have to go through, um, not something else that I have to like actually deal with not that it was a burden it was more me feeling like why is this happening to me um why are all these things happening to me so um that brought a little bit of depression because at that point I was like haven't I had enough like do I need something else and I'm not saying that it's the response of my child but it was more like you know how we feel like we go through is if it's one thing it's not another thing if it's not another thing that that's what it was more like for me if it wasn't one thing it felt like it was another thing another thing another thing and I just was at that point where it just, I got like stressed. I was depressed. I was depressed for my son. I was like my baby, my love, my, my everything. The one thing that means so much to me in this world. I was really worried for him. I just was worried about it all. I was worried about being judged. I was worried about not being a good enough parent. I was stressed as times I would really cry because that's how deep it was for me it was just like I don't know I really just don't know I'm just 
I was just in the phase of getting my mental right. And now I feel like now knowing that I got colitis and my son is having autism, I'm just like, okay, maybe it's a purpose in all of this. And even though I was thinking that I still was just like in my head, like, oh my God, like my son, me, like, what are we going to do? And a lot of times then, like, a lot of people, like, really didn't understand. And at that point, I was still not too trusting with people, sharing my vulnerability with people or trusting people enough with my emotions because it seemed like people that I was around only cared about just themselves when it's a lot more out there in this world. And so that was, like, a trigger of depression. It made me even more and more and more depressed. And I just was like, I just want to be the best mom. I just want to be able to do this. I just want to be able to be better for him. I just want him to make sure he is good. So finding that out, I really went through a lot for a couple years. It took me, some people can hop up out the depression and be like, it's all good. Everything happened. But some people just don't hop out of depression like that. And for me, it took me about a good two years. I was making not right decisions. I was making um, mistakes, not major mistakes, but I just was not in my, my, my frame of mind was just all over the place. So um, that leads me into the topic of number two, the lack of support. I didn't really feel like I had a lot of support. I didn't. Like, I really felt alone in this. I felt like my son was going to be alone in this. I felt like nobody wants to try to understand or see what this is going through. People just want to talk and judge and say things that they want to say. And they truly do not understand. They want to give you your their advice and their opinion about what you should do. And they don't understand. They don't know what it's like having a child with um, autism. Hi guys, sorry I'm back again. I had to get a little sip of water because my throat was kind of getting dry and a little choked up. So, um, yes, but they truly do not know or understand what it takes to have a child. Not even what it takes, how to deal with a child that has autism. Um, it was like people wanted to give their opinion, but you can't give me an opinion on something that you do not know. Or you cannot judge me based on something you do not know firsthand. I can only go off the knowledge of what I look up, what I search through, and other people who works with autism children. And it just, that lack of support. It was a lot of, I really, I really truthfully felt alone and not had no support in this and no support on really anything so it just was a lot for me and I feel like we as single parents we need that support sometimes sometimes even finding each other and coming together to support each other to figure out what we can do for each other and to for us to have a little bit of a life our children have a little bit of a life to make more things autism friendly it just I felt like there was like the most lack of resources or the most, I don't know. I just didn't have anybody truly, I felt like truly in my corner at that time. I felt like, like I said, it was just, I felt like I was alone. 
it felt like nobody really cared and that was like the most hard thing for me it just felt like nobody cared and besides other things that I was dealing with it just that support system I've heard a lot of quotes about support on um even if you don't if you don't have any support root for yourself which I always rooted for myself but it's still hearing other people's comments people that are close to you or people who just don't know so I really am creating I want to create a space for parents especially single ones who don't know how to who needs a a place to t- a place to just vent or to talk about the things that they go through every day with the child to find a support network or a support system in that and I'm creating that space and I want to create this space space for not just women but men who also have because I've talked to a guy on the phone who had an autism child he was a single parent he was co-parenting with the mother but his him and the mother was not seeing eye to eye on what to do for the child so and he was talking about how a lot of things go lacking in his area of trusting people and the lack of support which um and him trying to work which um goes into my next topic of being um of trusting people and it's hard to trust people that um truly don't understand. It's hard to trust people, especially when your child can't really communicate. So it's really hard for you to even focus on what you need to do for your child because you like, who can I trust to watch my child who cannot really communicate, who cannot really tell me what's going on, what's happening. And just for instance, like, before like in today's world things happen to kids and the kids don't even still the kids that can't communicate effectively don't even tell us like they may tell us years later certain things that happen to kids kids still don't communicate that so it's like hearing that our child that can't really communicate it makes it a little harder because it's like how how things are in today's world and Trusting people with your children and how people are and how people crook some people can be and how some people just don't want to take the time. It's just a lot. Like that was a, a major factor for me. That really made me just kind of bob like who can I trust with my son? My son can't tell me if something happened to him, let alone a child that can com- communicate effectively. They barely even tell you if something happened right then and there. Because sometimes those kids can who can communicate effectively, they still don't tell you things. So it's just, like I said, that's a wall in, in, in a nutshell. Like, how can my child tell me if something is wrong? How can I keep an eye on my child? What can I do to make this a, a more aware thing? Or how can I figure this out? So that took a major hit on me. That took a really, 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 really big toll. It was just like, I don't trust people. I already had my trust people issues with people of my own. So if I didn't really trust people, what makes me think I was going to trust another person? It just was a lot in my mind. Like, a, a lot. 
And that trust goes on with that lack of support. And I think that's what played part of supporting too, because I had that lack of support, that trust factor was a, was a, was a major thing as well. It was like, how can I trust some people that don't even support me or not being a support system of what is happening right here and right now? How can this be? How can I just sit here and just be like, okay, huh, watch my child. And you leave your child. Something may happen to your child. You just don't know. Is that... And it's it's like it's also like dating. Like you 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 in your head about dating too. It's like, am I going to find somebody who's going to be on board with this? Who's going who I'm going to be able to trust with my son? Who I'm going to be or with my daughter or that nature? It also goes with dating. And dating, I feel like we already got to be cautious of who we date, of who we give our time, our heart, our mind, everything too. Now. This also has a factor in it, like dating somebody and letting them know and trying to get them to understand, like, what's happening with your child and them wanting to be a part of it. Like, I feel like dating has, like, your dating life truly changes. Even, not just, it don't just change with having a child. It changes. This is another thing. You got to know that the person you're with is wanting to take on this responsibility too. Or the person wants to care for you or care for your child as much as he care for you. That plays a part in it as well. I feel like in a way, in this sense, this is a little bit easier for a man than a woman. Because a woman, we are natural take um, caretakers. Like, we natural. That's our natural thing. And... I feel like our child is with us most most of the time. So it becomes a little bit easier because women naturally want to adjust to that. A man, sometimes men don't, man, they think like, okay, this is a lot. This is a thing. And this is just my opinion. I'm not saying every man is like this. I just, this is my opinion. So that whole insights with the trusting somebody and dating people and you have a child that has autism um I don't hide the fact that my son has autism I say it first I let it be known as soon as I meet a person my son has autism he has I don't downplay it I that I let them know I don't like I said I don't downplay it I let them know like my son has autism like they ask how um, his case is, or uh, I said, he has a very, is mild. He can grow out of it eventually. Let me tell y'all something. My computer is not messing with me today. I don't know why. I don't know what's going on, but I'm in the midst of recording. Then I'm look. I'm just talking and then my computer stopped recording. I don't know what you got going on today, computer, but I'm trying to get this podcast done. But anyways, like I said, I don't downplay it. I don't sugarcoat it. It's up on if the person want to deal with it. Even in my mindset, I got to feel like you a good fit. So it's like no difference. I have to feel like, also have to feel like you're a good fit to be around my child or raise my son or help me help me with this process. I also have to feel, feel like you are a good fit for it. So 
Like I said, I never hide the fact that my son has autism. He has autism. My son's smart. My son is awesome. My son does a lot of things that I'd be surprised that he sometimes teaches him teaches himself to do. Like one thing he did when he was younger, he taught him. He potty trained himself. Don't ask me how. <laughs> but he potty trained himself because I was super confused on that. I was like, how I'm going to potty train you? And my aunt was like... Just take him when you go to the bathroom. Take him and you sit down. He sat down. I'm like, this boy supposed to stand up. <laughs> like, I get sit down at first and teach him how to sit down because he got to do the other thing too. But I was like, he got to stand up too. So how I'm going to teach him that? So I just was, he said, I think I had bought him a wall urinal. And I pressed that thing against the wall. Like, I bought a thing where I could press it against it, where it could go against the wall. Um, It's a potty training journal. I had got it on Amazon. And I had put it against the wall. One day, I don't know what it was, he just started using it. And ever since then, he just was potty trained. He just go to the bathroom on his own. Like, he, even when I tried to follow him in there to make sure, he's like, no, mama. <laughs> no, mama. So... I just seeing how super smart my child is and seeing how he learned things and how much of a, I call him my big man now because now he's 11. Like I said, I think I said that, but yeah, seeing how much he has grown a lot, how much he's just a happy kid, a lovable kid. I love my child and you have to love my child as well. You have to want to teach him how to do things. You have to want to be in his life for me to be like, okay, cool. So it also goes to our judgment too, not just theirs. Even that, like, even if a guy decides he want to deal with it, I don't. It don't hurt my feelings. I go on. It is what it is. Life goes on. It's so many wonderful, amazing people out here in this universe that we all gotta know that we are amazing. But like I said. I don't shy away from telling people that my son had autism, has autism. Not, I'm not going to not ever downplay my child. I love my child to death. Never going to deal with it. Um, but that goes with being said of when I mean lack of support, distress, dating, um, also computer why are you tripping today <laughs> it did it again don't mind me i'm gonna get this podcast episode out here anyways also with being afraid for our children being afraid that they will never be like independent being afraid that they won't have the being judged being wanted to be normal them going up eventually me asking themselves the question, why did this have to happen to me? Because even when I was pregnant with my son, um, I got tested for to see if he had Down syndrome or anything. And he was perfectly healthy, perfectly normal. Everything was okay. And then to two years, two, three years later to find out that he has autism. I just was like, afraid for my child. Afraid of him being judged, him being pushed around, people, especially by kids, because sometimes kids can be a little bit cruel. I was super afraid of that. I was really, 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 really truthfully afraid of that because 
Uh, even though my son can defend himself. When I say my son can defend himself, he can defend himself. But I still was afraid because I was just like, I don't want my son being judged. I want my son to have the best life possible. I want him to be able to depend on himself. I don't want him to always have to feel like he has to depend on me. Because I get, when you grow up, that may be frustrating. And I just want my son to have the best all around. He deserves the best. I want him to be able to be independent, be able to take care of himself, do what he want to do, go on dates, date girls, or whatever. I want that for my son. And I'm going to do my best to get him there because he deserves that type of life. He deserves to be just like any normal happy kid. I love that little boy so much. And... Like, he helped me find my purpose. He brought me great joy. He see me cry. He wipe my face. He be like, what's wrong, mama? And I love my child so dearly because he is just the sweetest thing, even though he's stubborn sometimes. And I know where he get that stubborn nature from. I'm a little bit stubborn myself. And his dad's a little bit stubborn stubborn but that little boy is the sweetest thing ever when he gets attached to people he gets attached to people like that that little man is amazing and i can't stress that enough and i finding that out i love when i had him i ain't gonna even front i got jinxed i'm not gonna front I remember my last few weeks, my last month and a half of being pregnant, I said, I'm going to take maternity leave early so I can have some peace time to myself when my baby get here. The same week, I literally called myself saying, okay, start maternity leave this week. Same week he was born. I went to the doctor's office. She was like, you may have him. Hold on. I went into the doctor's office and she was like, you may have him by Friday. Long behold, he was born on a Friday at 10.26 p.m. Long behold. Tell me why I was not ready. I wasn't ready. Even though I had had all his rooms set up, everything was set up. Like I had to literally do nothing. I was just that on time with getting my son's stuff together I had to do nothing his room was together I was I still was not ready I was like this is supposed to be my break this is supposed to be my peace time before he just comes into this world and you guys hear a noise somebody's cutting the grass I swear you just don't want me to finish this podcast but I'm gonna finish anyway. If you hear a noise, you hear if you heard that loud noise, somebody's cutting the grass. I'm super sorry. <laughs> but anyways, um, those are some of the things as we go through. And here come the line more again. Anyways, here goes some of the things that we go through. I guess I'm going to have to find a different spot to set my podcast up because here goes the line more. Anyways, let me get off this lawnmower that's making this loud noise. But those are some of the things that we go through. It's super. I want to make this 
a point I want to do more things. I want to get more involved. I want to be a lending hand or I want, just like I said, I just want to get super involved and be a support system for parents who have, who are single and have autism children, even just regular parents who have autism children. I really want to get more involved in that. Um, but I thank you for taking the time out to listen to my little noisy podcast to listening to like i said my noisy little podcast i'm up here looking out the window trying to figure out who's cutting the grass anyways take thank you for taking the time out to listen to my podcast i hope you enjoyed this episode this is more episodes to come um this is just the beginning um also be um looking through my social media um i will leave all that in the description if it shows you the description but like i said um you can find me on instagram at um, at i am ashley matoya and you can check out my website with my blog it is ashleymatoya.com i really appreciate you guys tuning in today on this beautiful what day am i recording this saturday this beautiful saturday that i'm recording this podcast but um you guys have a blessed and amazing day at whatever time you're listening to this podcast and i am ashley Montoya, and thank you for checking out your favorite girl podcast